Hi, everyone, and welcome to Author's Corner. I'm the host of the show, Neil Haley. You can go to my website, tolltutor.net, for more information. Twitter, tolltutor, Neil S. Haley, Facebook. LinkedIn, Neil Haley, Instagram, tolltutor, Pinterest, Neil Haley, and Google+. Plus. And also on Periscope, at Total Tutor. And I'm really excited about this guest. I'm excited to welcome the program. New York Times best-selling author, author of The Fight, a secret service agent's inside account of security failings in the political machine, Dan Bongino. Dan, thanks for calling, and how are you? Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Dan, you've got to be just so blown away with the success of your book so far, being a New York Times best-selling author and uh, being able to get your message out there. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, you know, the first time it happened, this is book number two, and the, the first time with the first book where we hit the bestseller list, I got a, a tweet, actually, from a, uh, you know, I do all my own social media, yeah. from uh, some random guy I'd never met who said, hey, congrats on making the New York Times bestseller list, and my wife and I almost fell off the couch. Yeah, we were surprised. You know, people ask me all the time, what's it like to be an author? I said, I don't know. I'm a guy who writes books. I'm not an author. You're going to have to go ask an author. <laughs> so I, I was really uh, I was really stunned. Uh, and the second book is doing exceptionally well uh, again. And, yeah, it means a lot to me that people have found some kind of meaning in the book. So I appreciate it. Well, Dan, I continued success, and, and congrats again. But let's look at what specifically enough looking at your job as a Secret Service agent and to know what's the security failings. We see it all the time in, in, in the history of our country, this happens, where you're like, how did these things happen? So you definitely thought at this time it was time to kind of tell some of your story, wasn't it? To tell what's going on yeah. when you were a secret service agent. Yeah, absolutely, because we're we're at one of these inflection points right now where we have to really ask, our, ask ourselves as, as, as a nation, you know, what direction are we willing to take this in? And so I open up the book with the story of the White House fence. Of course, Omar Gonzalez jumped the fence, made it into the White House. And I tell the story about how that happened. You know, I don't give up any security secrets in there, but I tell the story, right. the bureaucratic mess and how it happened, but why that bureaucratic mess is going to be repeated again and again. You name the problem. Social security, anti-poverty programs, presidential security, FBI cases, it doesn't matter. And I've gotten a lot of feedback on that chapter from people who were shocked reading it they were stunned. They really they couldn't believe how bad and poorly government is managed right now. And the fence, the White House fence, is 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 a is an, a perfect example. I mean, think about it, right? Everybody in the Secret Service knew that the fence was was a failure. Everyone. And right. yet nobody did anything for decades. And I explained the reasons why. I think it's gonna kinda of blow your mind because people are gonna be shocked. Well, I, I think so, Dan, and, and and the security of the president, do you feel that that's always a a, a thing that could still need improvement, or you think that it's it's beyond belief yeah. that, that it's impossible? It's like a, 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 something that really you, you guys focus on all the time that 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 protection's there. It's more about the inside of getting there to the possibility, right? Well, what the good here's the good news, and I cover this in the second chapter. The, you know, the Secret Service now they still do a lot of things right. It's because they have some really, really good people. I know they've had some negative press. I know there've been some obvious shortcomings that should never, uh, you know, be run away from or apologized for. But I explain how their advanced model works and why they're successful. I mean, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You have the most threatened man on earth, the President of the United States, in this case, Barack Obama, and he hasn't had as much as a hangnail in office. Clearly, the Secret Service does something right. I kind of explain it a little bit, what's going on there. And they have gotten rid of a series of, in my opinion, what were really 
good people but bad managers. They just managed the Secret Service into the ground because they all had this attitude of, well, you know, that's the way we've always done it, so don't change it. Yeah, but that doesn't work. Like the camera we're using here doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, but don't say anything because that's the way we've always done it. And that, they're really getting away from that. I think the negative backlash, which has been unbelievable, deservedly so, from the White House fence incident, has really incentivized this next generation of managers to look at what's going wrong in the Secret Service and say, hey, fellas, ladies, how do we change this? So I, I think, that, yeah, the future's bright. Yeah. But you're just right. And, and the question, because, again, I want people to pick up the book, and that's when I always interview authors. I want to get to know more and more about Dan. In the short period of time I have you on, again, uh, uh, that, that everyone should pick up the fight. Again, it's available on Amazon, all bookstores, and all those things that you can follow. Dan Bongino, we'll talk about that in a second. But, Dan, looking at being a Secret Service agent and working under different presidents, that's 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 the challenge, especially if you're a specific political party or thing, a thought process when you're you're behind the scenes and all these things, and you're seeing it all unfold right before your eyes in different situations, right? Yeah, it it, it was really tough for me. I mean, the whole Obamacare fight. I was yeah. there. I was one of the lead agents on on President Obama's detail, and you know, my politics are obvious. I don't hide my politics in the book. I've run for office as a conservative Republican. I don't make any, uh, uh, you know, apologies for that. And it was tough. And But, you know, on on the other side of it, it never changed in, in the way I did my job ever. And, and I've never seen anyone in the Secret Service, Democrat or Republican, say, oh, you know what, I don't really like this guy, so I'm not. It just didn't work. <laughs> if, you, if you even hinted that, you'd be fired the next day. There's no question about it. And to avoid any even the perceptions of impropriety. When I knew I wanted to leave, I was on the president's detail, President Obama. I knew I had to go. I knew the country was in really bad shape, and I knew I had to leave to do something else. I didn't leave off the president's detail. I went to the Baltimore field office first, spent about six months there, kind of calmed down, worked some criminal cases, and then left because I didn't want people to think like there was some black helicopter conspiracy. Like, oh, my God, he walked off President Obama's teeth. He must know something. You know, I just was very careful about that. And even to this day, I, I don't get into any personal politics with the with the president. I mean, a pers- I should say personal characteristics. I always get into the politics. But he, he was good to me. He's a nice guy. So was his family. It's not personal. It's just a political difference. That's it. And I'm glad you say that, Dan, because a lot of times we make political more about the personal. The person there are good liberals, meaning nice people to hang out with. It's not like I'm a conservative too, Dan, but I mean, I interview celebrities all the time, and I know they're definitely not, and they're great people. It's just that they have a different political ideal. And if we can't discuss politics, Dan, in, in the workplace, we can't discuss things and not try not to offend people, forget about it. You know, you know, it's yeah. important to say, hey, it's a good person, but yet I'm, I believe the country should go this direction while somebody else believes differently. We shouldn't make it personal. We should make it politics. And I think that's what you're trying to do, Dan. Yeah, and it doesn't the really work. Also, and what you're doing running. Yeah, right? and it doesn't really work either as a tactic. You know, if, you, you know, if you're starting out the conversation, and, and listen, I'm as guilty as I – there are times I've been very upset. I'm not going to sit here and play holy yeah. in the now that I've never – I mean, I, I, I rant on my podcast all the time. But I do make a concerted effort – to be very diplomatic about things because it just doesn't work. I mean, if the first words out of your mouth to your, you know, your liberal friends you're debating with is, you know, you're a jerk. Uh, I can't stand you. Your politics stink, and and I and I and I hope the plague visits you. I mean, what what, what does it matter? What else you say? I mean, oh, by, by the way, let me explain the Laffer curve and the idea, you know, free market principles and third party payers. They've already shut down. 
the whole idea that they're going to listen to you is nonsense. I mean, I remember knocking on doors, running for office, and I would knock on Democratic doors. I mean, you can tell their voter registration when you knock on the right. door. And I'd say, hey, listen, I know I'm running for office as a Republican, don't wait. And I'd say, don't slam the door. I'm just here to tell you, here's my card. If I win, I'm the congressman for you, too, and I'm here to help. And I never, ever got any negative feedback. Matter of fact, the only guy who ever spit in my face unintentionally, because he was screaming, was a Republican. I knocked on the door who was on the phone and didn't want to be bothered. That was it. I mean, I knocked on 7,000 doors, and I never got any negative right. feedback at all, other than a couple of loose cannons. Well, you had to learn how to have patience being a Secret Service agent for sure and patience with lots of people and you you really are a people person Dan best place we can purchase your book learn more about you listen to your podcast all of the Dan Bongino brand where can we go where's the best place Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm at Bongino on Twitter and Facebook. I'm Dan Bongino. And uh, I write every day a conservative review, uh, and my podcast is available there. It's on iTunes as well. So I think uh, and the book's on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. So I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. Well, Dan, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, definitely reach out to your publisher to have a longer conversation. And anytime, you're welcome to come back. So definitely I'll reach out to you. Take care, and thanks for calling. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Okay, that was Author's Corner. Take care, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.